0: What's up, everybody? and Welcome back to the reality. Game where we with the real in reality or whatever. Here, 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 am. Lee is your co-host, and we're here to give y'all an update. Y'all. Another update now, and another up- update. Go watch our other update
1: now immediately.
0: An occasional, occasional
1: update. update, not daily.
0: Occasionally, <laughs> an occasionally. <laughs> um but boom make sure you watch our other updates because baby you're gonna need to know that information to know this information mm-hmm. so on our very beam. last one we told y'all how period we told y'all how one alliance had gotten formed it was the big family style alliance oh, um and that is going to be pulled up on the motherfucking screen if you're looking but it is Jag kind of created this alliance it's going to be damn why is it not flying over for nothing yeah. mm-hmm. it is Jag Riley and Blue they're at the core of it and then after Jag, Riley, and Blue, they added in Matt and Cameron to make the five, Handful. a five-person alliance. And then America, Corey, and Jarrett were three tag alongs. Now shit has shifted. If you're looking at the screen, some shit has shifted, so I had to shift how I look. Yeah. Because girl, we're gonna get into the T. So that alliance was created, and Jarrett was the last person to really know all the people who were in it. Mm-hmm. But um, when they when Jarrett found out everyone who was in it, he did what he needed to do. Huh. And told his mama mama sari who he calls mama
1: a child called so
0: and felicia mama
1: throughout the so entire day he. so does it yes. is yes which is random child
0: but we, we're here we're so here Derek here. goes and tells to all of the people who were in the alliance um he lists off everybody and basically sari kind of already knew really yeah. but um it just confirmed it confirming it really put a little sauce into that side yeah. because um, of course, Ceree let her allies know Izzy knew, because Jared told Izzy too, and they decided they needed to, to form something quick. So there were a lot of conversations that happened with that side. This mm-hmm. Jared's information let them know that Red was not with that side, and yeah. that Luke was not with that side. So mm-hmm. they were like, okay, we can get Red. So let's get Red. He hovers around us anyways. He's always with us. He's in the same room. So Red and them started talking game a lot. So they're basically in on Red. Mm-hmm. And they um all formed the alliance, the bye-bye bitches. I think the official bye-bye bitches is just Felicia, Izzy, Ceree, Bowie, and McCall, right?
1: Yeah. So they were in the room together. And I, I love this conversation so much because Felicia, auntie came here to play, okay? Y'all ain't to stop <laughs> playing on her time, Okay. She's 63 and she's one of the more strategic persons in this gang. Let's keep it a buck. Because she was telling them it was, um, like Pearl just mentioned, it was McCall, um, Bowie, and Izzy in the room. And they were just discussing how basically the sides and knowing, because Jared's information helped confirm that Blue in America is with the other side. Um, so they figured out, okay, we kind of all we got, really. And Felicia was telling them, like okay guys it's time to formulate she said specifically if we wait too long we cannot get plus ones we become the plus ones which i just thought was i mean it's it's i mean it was some decent great strategy actually because like it's Mm -hmm. literally in their faces but when she said it it's like they're like "Mm, we don't have to worry about that we don't have to and she kind of basically got up and said no we're the bye-bye bitches that's what we are because it gave like they were not trying to solidify they were not trying to just say we're all together so she was yeah. like no we're the bye-bye bitches plus hassam let's stop all the mm-hmm. bullshit they're solidifying we need to go ahead and solidify let's get this out of the way so i yeah. really really love that and i love this group so so much
0: yes so it's basically <clears throat> all of those people in the back room so seri izzy bowie mccall felicia hassam is with them and they know they have red basically. And some of them are aware that Jared is a double agent. That Jared is working for the other side, but they got him. And really, it's Sari, Izzy, and Felicia who kind of know that. And well, then Felicia the other... didn't really know. Barely, Felicia... Barely, she, barely even Felicia. Yeah. She's like, down, with the, down with, the car, with the car.
1: Period. Like, she's and down I, with I, I honestly wish they would just be open with the rest of the bye, bye bitches about Jared. Because it's like, they're trying to approach it like, we. they know... That Jared's on the bottom. Jared has expressed that he's on the bottom so that yeah. we know we can have trust in him. But it just I feel like there are certain things, it just doesn't make sense. Like Izzy is very open with information around him. Sari is very open with information around him. In front of, Jared is walking in around. Exactly. Jared is walking around the entire house telling people that is Mama Felicia, Mama Sari, I have them in my back pocket. And Izzy mm-hmm. is right attached to that because the is kept. Izzy, Felicia, and Serena walking around talking to nobody but themselves all damn day. No shade to my sisters. I love them. Mine is Izzy, no shade. But all I <laughs> talk to is themselves. So it's like I just I just feel like that's going to get a little bit awkward as it keeps going along. Like, not even just for the other side, but the people in their group. Like, someone like Hassam, who's very perceptive, can mm-hmm. clock. Like, why are they so close with him? Like, it's like, exactly. I feel like they have trustworthiness in him that I mean, from the outside looking in, doesn't seem earned, but it's literally yeah. only because he's related to Serena and Izzy yeah. knows.
0: Yep, that's literally it. But that, that's basically the sides. Um, kind of so we think, because we kind of could think it's a firm big group over there, except for Jared, and then it's kind of like a firm group over here. Um, but we find out some 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 mixing and mingling. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with like the more simple mix, mixing and mingling. So, first of all, blue has a connection with Izzy and Hassan that have been growing and growing. And there was <laughs> she's it's weird because. It's like she she wants it to be a thing, but she doesn't want it to be a thing the way they're wanting it to be a thing. Because basically, mm-hmm. they're all agreeing that, you know, we're the queer people in the house. We need to have this queer connection. We need to make sure that we get into the end or whatever. And Blue is in the group, but she also told her entire alliance multiple times about the group over yeah. and over and over mm-hmm. again.
1: Because like, their, strategy, their strategy was the onion, but they also wanted to implement the cookout um you know parachute strategy as parachute. well so they were trying to um have their plus ones and the only person who's working on it is blue really like no one yep. else is necessarily working on it so she is thoroughly trying to bring in Hassam and izzy but the issue is she's not trying to go against her morals by sticking to just a queer alliance that she knows she's not going to be actually not going to gonna be
0: loyal to yeah and this is the thing lee you said this off the podcast um, basically, they keep talking about this big alliance, the family style. They keep talking about how they need to make sure, you know, we have Sari and, and Izzy, and we need to make sure we have these people. But that doesn't work unless you're actually forming an alliance with them. Yeah. And what Blue is doing is she is trying very hard to create some type of alliance. An actual, mm-hmm. jag- she wants it to be her and Jag and Hassam and Izzy, or her Jag and Riley, or maybe her Jag. And- She's like literally, we need to make an alliance uh, group. With and Pai she wanted with to. That's
1: really good. She wants to add in like Jag and Riley because so she doesn't feel like she's going against her morals. So it's like, well, this isn't just a queer alliance because we have Jag in it. We have Riley in it. And it does cause like Jag and Riley to try and have some connection with us on, mainly Jag. But, you know, it doesn't really work because Jared has ratted the entire alliance out. So at this point, any activeness that this side tries to do with the Bye Bye Bitches is not going to work because they're all Mm -hmm. very much aware, except Red a little bit. They haven't filled Red in too much everyone on the other side knows who's in that group, and they're not going to believe any of it. So it sucks because I think Blue is such a good player, but I just wish she stayed in the middle more instead of just choosing a side. She could have been a great middle player, and yeah. she's really getting fucked up because Jared ran out the entire group. It, it sucks. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, with Jag and his connection to Hysom, I think it's going to come up more. It hasn't come up more yet, but Jag and to mentioned, kind of similar to the Blue Izzy Hysom thing. Like, Jag and was like, you know, we're two we're too brown people. We're both from um, middle east to south Asian area, so we need to stick together as brown boys, is what they said. Mm-hmm. So that was a vague conversation that they had, kind of re- recognizing they're on different sides of the house. But it only happened once. We'll have to. And see it's you. probably never going to happen again. <laughs> right. It could, but we'll see. Because yeah. when it comes to like the representation of it all, sometimes that shit is really in people's minds. Um, like, Blue and Jack have a really good relationship. Jack, Blue and Tyson have a really good relationship. Like, when it comes to identities being similar, it really does stick in the back of people's minds all the time. So, and you
1: also can't bring it up and then turn on him. Like, if you say this and then start, exactly. put him up that's next week, it'll look like, kind of weird.
0: That's what I'm saying. So we'll see We'll see how that goes. But I think Jack was pro- probably mentioning it knowing that Blue was trying to make this group with Some anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how that goes. But the main thing we need to focus on between the mm-hmm. two sides, is Corey. Yes. Lee, what's Tia?
1: So, Miss Miss Izzy. Izzy is stressing everybody and their mama out because Shut she... Yo, I like Izzy.
0: Y'all, y'all, a lot of Izzy, people don't like Izzy her. Izzy does a
1: people. lot. Izzy does a lot of this, and she needs to be doing this. Mute. Uh, oh, wait, wait, look around. Everybody go mute. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ooh. Izzy needs to do. <laughs> because she just <doesn't laughs> talks too damn much. So, so basically, the sign is formulated. They understand who's on whose side. Boom, you get an update on Twitter. Izzy wants to try and bring in Corey. So I hopped my ass on the feeds, and she is actively saying, okay, well, we try and reel in Corey to our side. We can flip him. And I'm just like, Izzy, girl, can you actually do this? Like, you don't talk to nobody but Felicia and Serene. So she had a good conversation with Corey, and Corey expressed in this conversation that essentially he realizes that he's not in the core of the um, eight-person alliance. He didn't say the eight. They're being very vague. But he's just realizing he's not in the core. And this is where Izzy scares me in the combo because she mentioning like, okay, well, I mean, I like Jared. Um, I like Sari. Um, Have you tried talking to those people and and things like that? And Corey was just like, I mean, I haven't really tried talking to Jared like that. And and Izzy was like, yeah, I mean, we don't talk game or anything like that. But, you know, um, it's all been personal. But I feel like, you know, he might be in the same boat as you. And Corey was like, I mean, yeah, I may need to just talk to him. So maybe we can just, you know, keep an eye out for each other. And I like what Corey is doing because uh, when the eight was formed, the five handful were in the room and Corey passed by it like twice. and saw the whole group in there. And then he later came in that night and that's when they kind of clued him and America into the eight. So Corey is very aware that there was a core and then he's an outlier. So what he's trying to do, unlike people like America or Cameron, he's actively trying to set up these uh, relationships with the other side, like with McCole, now with Izzy. And then after the Izzy conversation, he actually does go to Jared and they share with each other that they feel like they're they're seven and eight. They feel like they're at the bottom and they decide that they want to kind of look out for each other, um, work with Sari, work with Izzy, you know, kind of be like a four in the middle of the game. Now, Jared mm-hmm. is straight up lying because, of course, he's only looking out for himself, Sari, and Izzy. Um, mm-hmm. He says later in the night that he, would, he might even put him up if he gets HOH. But – Corey is kind of starting to pull a little bit away from the big eight. Now, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily in the bye-bye bitches or, you know, working with them. But I think he can be um, persuaded to throw the HOH. Like, I don't think Corey mm-hmm. is going to want to win because he set up with McCall. he set up with Izzy and
0: Serene. You know? Look into the McCall combo because we never really talked about it, mm-hmm. I don't think. Or at least explain it a little bit more. Because basically what happened was, similar to Jag and Heism a little bit, it was a not-too-deep but a uh, vague conversation between Corey and McCole that was talking about some, you know, we're both on different sides, kind of. I think. Yeah. And it would be great, kind of, I think, for us to, to be you together, together maybe. McCole it were at least was on the bottom of this side, um, but now she's kind of climbing up already because um, I think Red is a little below her, and Heisen probably is going to be a little bit below her because he probably is going to go home. No shade. But uh, McCole um, is climbing up, but she was towards the bottom, and so was Corey, and they kind of had an agreement, like. We could, look, we could maybe look out for each other. So when Corey was talking to Jared about a group, he mentioned McCall. He was like, you know, mm-hmm. Seri and Izzy and McCall. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's good for her, for mamas. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, it's interesting because Corey's mindset seems like he doesn't want to work with these people, but one, Jared's not working with them at all. Yeah. And if Corey doesn't even want to work with them, baby, they're, and they don't they're have in the alliance. There's only six of them. If you look at them. If you're looking at the picture, it's really just Jag, Riley, Blue, Matt, America, and Cameron alone, yeah. and no one else. And they don't even going. include <laughs> America in the core, which which means eleven people are. It's really eleven versus six. It sounds crazy to say, but it's that, actually that's, really, that's
1: mainly if the Baba Bitches win. If anyone in that yeah, eight do win, they're probably going to stay in power for the next week or so. That's and I true. think the main reason that, why Corey run. isn't able to get brought in, which is the main topic of the day, is that Hassan, does not like that man <laughs> at all because I think Corey is full force wanting to I mean Izzy is full force wanting to bring him in but Hassan hates that man so the main, com- yeah. the main conversation of the night which people are a little bit divided on a lot of people like Corey which I was shocked by because I really didn't like Corey until yesterday no shade um <laughs> was Hassan is in the room with the bye bye bitches essentially it's Felicia, McCole's in there Bowie, Izzy uh Corey mm-hmm. comes in just to ask a question and he pops out and Hassan is just like I don't like him
0: he's a liar <laughs>
1: I do not like him at all. And if Seri brings up a situation that happened in the kitchen, uh, and this is where a lot of people are like, mm, Hassam is being a quotation, mean, mean girl. He's like a mm-hmm. bitch, you know? Um, basically, um, there was a conversation between Corey and Hassam in the kitchen. And uh, Corey had asked them, well, I thought you wanted to sleep on a hot dog bed. And apparently, Haysom replied, you really thought that? I was being nice <laughs> to you. <laughs> OK, Richard George. <laughs> That really yeah, he says something else i think referring to the veto like oh the minute this thing fell over i would have stopped and hassan apparently, apparently said in his face i don't believe that yeah <laughs> so hassan is very actively against cory Corey, Corey mm-hmm. also for the past few days they've been in this game has been kind of trying to drag hassan's name to the mud so it's a little bit justified it's i don't easy. know but he really just went on a tangent he says like Basically, he's like he's trying to play stupid. I don't think he's pre-law. He I is. think he's in law school. His last name is Worthington or something. He has a rich white. He don't boy know this man <laughs>
0: first or last name, y'all.
1: So anyway. And the girls didn't like it. The girls were like, they feel like he was being mean to Corey. Like he was doing too much. Like
0: I, I do not care get, that much. I don't, but, think, hey. I don't care that much either. I don't think he was being mean. He definitely wasn't being mean well. I need to watch the video of what he said to Corey about the little hot dog thing. If it was given like, why are you talking to me? Then it's like, ooh. But um, in this in this little rant, it's like he's just ranting. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm also not that mad. Like, I mean, he's saying what he said this what
1: was definitely nearly not as nasty as like 24. I don't think anything that anyone has done so far. Uh-huh. Um, other than other than the I flick some slick slide comments, but it's not even I, I wouldn't even compare it to Taylor's. Like Taylor's was really, really, really nasty. Nasty and bad. Um but, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hysam has one veto, and he is also not going to use. Yeah. Um, so, likely, Kirsten will be going home. But yeah. that's the sides, chow, and that's the T.
0: That's the T. I I think this is going to be, like, the the main layout of the season, like, the main size of the season. It's probably just going to stay this way for a while. Um, of course, with the interconnections, Corey, jared Blue, all of that shit. So, yeah, I mean, hey, check it out on t- check us out on Tuesday because we'll be giving a full weekly live feed update, like recap of everything of the week. And then we'll be rating the players. Check us out on Thursday, right after eviction. We're going live or whatever. Make sure y'all follow us at T Reality Kingdom on Twitter because we'll be giving updates on Twitter too, or whatever. So period. Thanks for tuning in and we out.